In this episode, I'm joined by Chris from our PPC team, and he's going to talk about the Performance Max campaigns in Google Ads. So we're going to be talking about everything you need to know to get started, what you need to be aware of, and kind of just the general ins and outs of where that campaign type is right now. Obviously, we are right at the beginning of the episode and you haven't heard anything yet, but if you do make it through and you do enjoy it, which I sincerely hope you do, please do come and subscribe, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the usual places. It definitely means a huge amount and we are definitely very grateful for those who do. Without further ado, let's get started. Chris, you're right. Yeah, very well, thank you. Yeah. Excellent. So we're going to be talking about performance max campaigns. So the yep. new campaign type, newish campaign type in Google Ads. Um, I imagine there's probably people listening to this that have heard of it, not quite sure what it is, maybe want to give it a try, but don't fully understand where to start. So yeah, hopefully the next fifteen minutes or so will be kind of a good introduction to it and get people kind of cracking in the right direction. So that's absolutely that's the goal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, first off, I guess like what is Performance Max? What's it all about? And um, yeah, do you want to give us a bit of an overview? Yeah, so essentially um, Google fully rolled this out in November last year. And it's a way for advertisers to advertise across all of the different Google placements from one single campaign type. So it encompasses things like search, shopping, display, YouTube, discovery, Gmail, all of the different placements that Google offer from yeah one campaign type and essentially you give Google a load of assets so a mixture of long headlines short headlines descriptions images videos you then set a conversion goal so essentially telling Google what you want to get out of the campaign so it's most likely sales or leads or anything like that and then you feed I think this is really interesting with performance max you feed Google a load of uh, audience signals so they're not exactly targeting these people but you're telling Google these are the people that we think you should go after and they probably will target them but they'll also look beyond the audience signals to uh, basically achieve whatever you want whatever you tell it um, when you set the conversion goal okay awesome and by audience signals you mean so your um, own data or like yep you can add your own data you can add custom segments so things like keywords that people have searched for uh, websites that they visited affinity and in market audiences um things like that and it's generally best practice to give google as much as you can to begin with uh-huh. and then they'll look to to go after those people and beyond as well um which i think is really fascinating that makes yeah. sense so almost very similar to uh, when you're building a lookalike audience on facebook and you're yeah. giving facebook a bunch of data yeah and then they're going off and building the audience targeting around it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, perfect. Exactly. So performance map, basically, it's like anyone who's familiar or has run a smart campaign before, it's kind of the same thing, but up another notch in terms of um, its breadth. Yeah. Um, the ability to kind of control things is a little bit better, would you say? Because smart campaigns are very much set them up, turn them on. Yeah, you can't, can't really do a lot more. Can't than do that, much. Can you? Yeah, yeah. It's still so. Performance Max obviously is still in its early days, so there are things that you can control. But also, uh, probably one of the negatives at the moment is there's still things that you, you you cannot control. So, for example, you can't exclude where Google decides to advertise. You can't say I want you to run on every placement except YouTube. Right. And I think 
there are some black hat ways around that, but we're not going to go too much into that. Um, <laughs> you think, can't yeah. exclude things like negative keywords at the moment, um, but that's going to change. So yeah, it's basically, and, and obviously smart shopping is rolling into Performance Max from June or July this year. So so it's yeah. developing quite quickly as a product as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that, that's, it's good to know. And it's, I guess it's, um, in terms of getting started, you mentioned like, there's lots of placements there, like search, shopping, yeah. um, YouTube, display. So when you're loading in, we're getting it set up. That's quite a lot you need to prepare in terms of headlines, descriptions, yeah. video content, yeah. images for display ads. Um, but how do you get started? Do you need all of that? Like, is it a prerequisite? You like, you have to have like, you can't do it without a video, for example. Or no, you. So you obviously not everyone's going to have YouTube videos, but um, what Google will do in terms of like video content is. If you don't upload videos, they'll create them for you. So similar to... Oh, that sounds terrifying. Yeah, it's similar to... So we, we did actually run this for a client and um, the videos aren't bad. They, okay. The concept's there, but it, they're a little bit rough and ready. But obviously, you know, Google know what you need out of like a good YouTube video. So they'll create them um, automatically from your headlines and images that you give them. And similar wow. to like, you know, on your, your iPhone where it will create like the, the memories and things like that. It'll take those images, headlines, and it'll have like, you know, a 20 second video with background music and yeah. headlines will My goodness, pop me. up on the screen. The concept's good. Um, obviously, I would always recommend if you can have, you know, your own videos it's would be, be better, isn't it? better. Yeah. but I think that's one of the positives as well is that like performance max for, let's say, smaller advertisers, it gives people the opportunity to advertise across all of these placements where potentially they don't have the budget to try every different that's a really campaign good point. type. Yeah, that's a really good point. And actually, like, same with smart campaigns in a way, although, like, the results are definitely mixed on that front. Yeah. But in terms of ease of use for a smaller advertiser or, yeah, someone who doesn't have the budget necessarily to yep. employ someone to do it or, you know, maybe outsource or work with an agency partner, like, yep. they are very good campaign types if you want to get something going quickly i agree yeah they are quite easy to get set up so like i said it's um mixture of short headlines long headlines descriptions images and and videos you can you can get an asset group um which we might delve into a little bit more um up quite quickly and, yep. and off and running i guess another sort of like drawback though is that for smaller advertisers if they wanted to to try all these different channels google at the moment, they're not giving anything back in terms of, you know, this channel's working for you. This isn't channel. This channel isn't working for you. Um, so that's something to be aware of for sure. So you don't, you don't really know if it's so. So say if you run it and you get some conversions, yeah, it's still not there yet in terms of knowing whether those conversions have come from YouTube or exactly. search or shopping. Yeah, exactly. But the way obviously the machine learning's going, you'd like to think that Google would be looking at the data and saying, okay, YouTube is working versus, uh, you know, search isn't working and then optimize more towards like YouTube. So it's, it's the way Google's going. You're, you're pretty much letting them just, just get on with it. And yeah, I think this is where the big conflict sits for me is that on the surface, it's a great product for a smaller advertiser Yeah, because just because of the ease of it. Yeah. But 
the conflict to that is the fact that to make it work and to make that machine learning work, you need a fairly good amount of conversions going through a campaign. Yeah. And if you're a small advertiser, you probably don't have that luxury. So it almost conflicts a little bit with the main benefit. Yeah. Yeah. And and just be cautious as well. So where we don't have control over adding things like negative keywords at the moment, if you're in a super competitive industry and you know that your, your cost per clicks uh, can be quite high, um, Google may decide to go after them straight off the bat. So that can be a concern for like smaller advertisers. Yeah, because the sure. money's going to go pretty quickly. The money's going to go case, pretty quickly and how viable it is to is it to keep a campaign going. Google say six weeks to let it fully optimize and everything. But let's say you've only got a budget of £50 a day and Google are going after £10 clicks. You're only getting five clicks a day. How viable is that? yeah to to continue with for six weeks so yeah i guess with anything though it's a toss-up or a way up between the like the benefit versus the effort and yeah exactly why um so why do you think google are doing this because there has been this shift hasn't there like with the smart campaigns more and more kind of more and more of a push towards automated bidding and that type of stuff um why do you think Google are doing it? I mean, it's a fairly big question, I guess. Yeah, I think Performance Max is really good for, and, and Smart Shopping, really good for catering towards the kind of like multi-touch points that consumers normally go on these days. So mm-hmm. the whole thing with like a Performance Max campaign is that where you're giving them all these assets to run on their different channels, Google's kind of idea is that somebody might click on your search ad and not convert. And then Google are just going to remarket to them across like YouTube, yeah. Gmail, like wherever it can until it gets a, a conversion, whatever you've, you know, told it to go after. Yeah. So I think, and, and, and quite similar to like responsive search ads as well. Like I know a lot of people around that have been in the industry for a while are, are quite rightly cautious around losing certain controls, but Google are saying that not every consumer journey not everyone's at the same stage. Mm-hmm. So if you take responsive search ads, for example, um, Google kind of say that you give them 15 headlines and four descriptions, that some headlines might be better to one user and yeah. others are not. So I think it's basically trying to cater, Google are trying to cater for that like multi-touch point. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, I agree, yeah. Now. And they've got the they've got the network or breadth of platforms to do it, right? Exactly, yeah. It's definitely becoming more audience-based, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. You know, um, which is an interesting shift from the the I guess, like the black and whiteness of keywords. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, you're completely right. Like, obviously, traditional search campaigns are very much keyword-based, whereas Performance Max, you're giving them hints, like, within the audience signals that we think you should go after people that are searching for these things, but they are just hints, and Google will go... Uh, beyond that which is really interesting one thing i want to mention as well is that the the data that google are now starting to give back to you through the uh the insights tab so once you have started running your performance max campaign after it's gathered a bit of data google will then start providing you with the audiences that have converted Uh and it's it can be audiences that you haven't told it to go after but they've gone out and found and just give you an example i follow these guys on um youtube who are running performance max campaign for one of their clients who sells like long life food so tinned food um canned food all that kind of stuff and 
they realized that a lot of their conversions were coming through people in the boating enthusiasts affinity audience. Yeah. Which is, yeah, on the surface, it's like... What the heck? You wouldn't probably think to target that, but it makes sense. People that yeah. go on boats for a long period of time will need yeah. food you yeah. know, from a can. So Google's getting really clever and you're like, oh, okay, this, you know... And actually, that's working. really cool for... Uh, with that, instantly you go, oh, do you know what? If you didn't think of that, then instantly you've got an audience you can go and try and target on Facebook or exactly, on social yeah. or... Exactly. Really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a positive thing. Isn't yeah, it? Like that's a really definitely. positive shift. Definitely. Um, so we tested it a little bit on a few clients already. Um, what's your take on the results so far? Like, have you seen what are the positives, what are the negatives, any gotchas from the learning so far that kind of people might kind of find useful? Yeah. So a, a, a bit of a mixed bag with the tests that we've conducted ourselves. So I think I mentioned earlier around around about like small businesses and being cautious that Google can go after the expensive keywords. So that did happen. For us. Okay, so CPCs so just crazy. CPCs were, were crazy, yeah. It's uh, an e-commerce business. So we were running um, within an asset group. You can select um, certain products. So this was like a product theme. Google straight off the bat decided to go after the really expensive keywords. So quite quickly we realized that actually this probably wasn't the best approach and maybe should have gone after something a little bit less competitive to begin with. Uh-huh. Um, We've also run it for a, a subscription service, so video streaming subscription service. And a lot of the conversions, although it looked like it was doing quite well, have been branded. So Google don't give you a search terms report as such, but they do give you within the insights, like search themes. And then it's quite okay. easy to work out that um, a lot of the conversions or the majority of conversions were branded. But I guess there's other aspects to Performance Max outside of conversions that are beneficial to businesses. So where they're obviously advertising on YouTube and display, it's really good for brand awareness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you're looking like purely at conversions, one of the gotchas is that Google probably will go after your branded traffic and there's currently no way to exclude that at the moment. Yeah. And I, I had, you know, when you look at a smart shopping campaign, it's almost sometimes the, like yeah. that CPA yeah, is definitely a branded conversion. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, but it sounds like with the introduction of negative keywords at some point, hopefully in the future, yeah. then at least you'll be able to exclude brand because not everyone wants to bid on brand. And Exactly, yeah. You know, for some yeah. that's great, some it's not. Um, but it is always worth... I think it's worth when you look at those results being a little bit cynical and critical of what those numbers mean. Yeah. And trying to, like you say, just... Okay, you don't get the keyword report, but the search themes. Yeah. Okay, just just trying to understand. Yeah. What exactly is behind the results as as best you can? Exactly. Exactly. Um. Tip of the week, Chris. Welcome back to. I got a tip for you. Tip of the week. This better be good. Tip of the week. So, Performance Max is obviously a really new campaign type, and a lot of people are just experimenting with it at the moment. Um, but. My main tip for setting up the campaign is start with one asset group and feed it as much audience data as you, uh, sorry, audience signals as possible. So add as many of your custom data segments, um, custom segments around keywords and websites that people have visited, as many affinity and in market audiences as you think are relevant. And then once Google start giving you back information, so around like audience data, so you, you'll be able to start to see 
that X percentage of your conversions came through this affinity or in market audience, recommend then splitting them out into new asset groups and being quite restrictive with the asset groups. So you might just want to run a couple of in market or affinity audiences in one, couple of data segments in another, and then um, maybe sort of like custom segments in another asset group, because then you can start to see what's working, what's Got not you. working. Similar to what we, we, we do with YouTube, you don't put everything all in one ad group, you yeah, segment yeah. it to see what's working, what's not working. Yeah, um, yeah so that's my, my tip of the week. Perfect, so start simple, see what comes back, start to build it out from there, but make sure when you start, you're giving it as much data as you possibly can to give yes. it the best possible chance. Yeah, and and do be a bit patient with it as well, because Google do say six weeks to, uh, to to for them to fully optimize. Six weeks. Six weeks, yeah. 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 yeah wow that's again that's a really good recommendation because it's so easy to try these things give up a bit too early so knowing yeah. that six weeks is the that's really good to know yeah that's really good to know going back to that client that we we ran the performance max campaign for and it went after the really expensive keywords off the you know straight off the bat potentially it would have started to to realize that and go after the less yeah expensive ones but um yeah, that's definitely something to be cautious of. But yeah, you do need to be patient. And uh, yeah, that's my tip of the week. Great, thank you. Um, so I guess to wrap up, what's your verdict on Performance Max? Like, would you give it a go? Would you recommend people test it? Would you recommend people wait for more features? What's the verdict on the current state of play? I'll definitely definitely give it a go. Um, it's, it's the future of, of Google search. And I think the more you can sort of get familiar with it now, the more you can play around with it, I think it's definitely worth um, doing that. Again, if you are in a, an expensive industry, just be cautious about the fact that Google can go after the expensive uh, cost per clicks. Um, and yeah, I think the fact that Google are adding new features all the time. So a new thing that's in beta at the moment and is coming out is you can tell Google to go after new customers, like purely new customers, not um, existing customers. And then I think the ability to add negative keywords is going to be huge because we get the yeah, best definitely. of both worlds then, right? So yeah, you're getting yeah. all of the, the benefits of Performance Max at the moment, but then you'll have the ability to exclude brands. If you know that certain keywords are, uh, are expensive, you can exclude them from the off. So I think, yeah, it's, it's definitely moving, um, moving in, in a good direction. Excellent stuff. Well, look, thank you for the run through. That was super useful to, to hear. And I'm sure a lot of people who have heard about it, but want to give it a go, <clears throat> also found that very useful. So yeah, thank you very much, Chris. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, please do come and subscribe. Join us for future episodes where we talk about the ins and outs of running paid media and driving improved conversions and revenue for your business. See you next time.